Shay, we got Shay in the house. Come on. Come on up here, Shay. So I've been saying this for a few weeks now. You guys are in for a treat. This is one of my BFFs in the world. We, our family loves this family. Her, uh, Shay and her two sons, we've fallen in love with her boys. They're, I mean, if you guys have not gotten to know them, they are cream of the crop. They're incredible uh, Davidic Levite worshipers in this house. And so she has become such a dear friend to Sally and I. She's part of our I Hope team. And um, so we're just part, we're all following the cloud together, right? Just hanging out. And so um, we've asked Shay to bring the word today. She really is a prophetess in our midst in this region. You guys, if you haven't got to know her, I encourage you to. She uh, she does stuff all over the region. She speaks at conferences, and um, she's so humble and quiet, you may not know the big shoulders she has and what the influence she's carrying in our region, in not just the African-American community, but it, it is moving into the nations. And so we are blessed that she's part of this tribe and we get to do this together. And um, boy, my dream for years has been the uh, to see healing between uh, the races, to see especially healing between uh, white and African-American. And so this is just such an honor for one as a, for you as a woman and you as an African-American woman to be in our pulpit giving the word of the Lord. We receive you. We love you. Let's just stretch forth our hands to say, bless her. Lord, we honor this woman of God. You have made room, at least in mine and Sally's heart, you have made room for her. Lord, and her, her gifts, her character, the calling, Lord, how she has stewarded uh, those two boys, their lives, Lord, at the fruit. The fruit is just so incredibly apparent. And Lord, we are more than thrilled that she's, we get a claimer as part of this tribe, this family. Lord, and so would you cause every ear to hear? Lord, this may not look like a meal we are used to. I just pray every heart receive today. And I call forth every spirit man to be greater than your flesh or your soul, to taste and see that the Lord is good through our sister Shay today in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen and amen. the glory 
shall reign forever, and he shall reign, and he shall reign forever. We declare in this house, you shall reign. You shall reign, you shall reign forever, Christ the Lord. Come on, declare that one more time in this house, and he shall reign, and he shall reign forever. You reign, King Jesus. Yes, Lord. You reign, you reign, you reign, you reign. And he shall reign forever. Her Christ, the for he is Jesus, he has risen from the dead, and he is Lord. Every knee, every knee, knee shall bow, and every tongue and every tongue confess that Jesus cried, that Jesus, that Jesus cried. Come on, one more time. That Jesus, that Jesus Christ, he is Lord. Somebody put your glad hands together this morning. Hallelujah. We declare your lordship in this house, God. Oh, we give you glory. We give you glory. Come on, exalt him in here. Come on, let's create a sound. Hallelujah, we exalt you, your King of kings, your Lord of lords, your Lord of lords. There's nobody like you. There's none beside you. There's none that compares to you. Oh, you reign, you reign, you reign, you reign. You reign, you reign, you reign, you reign. Come on. You reign, you reign, you reign, you reign. You reign, you reign, you reign, you reign. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, Spirit of Shia, Spirit of the living God. Spirit of the living God, we acknowledge you. Oh, God, we can do nothing without you, God. Without you, we would fail. Without you, we would be, God, tossed, oh, God, and driven, God, sinking, God, like a ship without a sail. Oh, 
So, Lord, we just ask you now to take over. I have nothing, I am nothing apart from you, Jesus. Fill my lips with your word, oh God. Fill my lips with your word, oh God. No flesh will glory in your presence, God. So we all lean into you right now, God. And we thank you for what you're going to do in this place. In Jesus' name. Oh, thank you, G. One thing have I desired of the Lord. That will I seek after. To dwell in the house of the Lord. All the days of my life. Yes, Lord, to behold his beauty and to inquire in his temple. This is his temple. I thank God for this temple. I thank God for this place and what God is doing in this house. And I just want to tell you if you are new or if, you know, you may have, may have been visiting for a little while or if this is your first time, I want to tell you this is a safe place. This is a safe place. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. So there are just some things this morning. We're going to move right into this, that some things that the Lord wants to prophetically release in here. But we're going to lay a little bit of groundwork before we release that. But I do want to, where's Ashley? Oh, you're right here. You. I saw you in the spirit this morning as I was in prayer. And I saw you, you were riding on a horse. I mean, you girl, you were moving full speed ahead. And I was like, Lord, what, what is this? Then I get to church and then Frank comes up to me and he said, I saw you in the spirit and you were on a horse. <laughs> and he begins to just prophesy to me about the Deborah anointing. So I just feel like I'm supposed to impart something into you. So as you just lift up your hands right now, Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for this vessel, oh God. I thank you, God, for what she carries. I thank you for what she walks in, God. I thank you, oh God, that she has consecrated herself, God, before you, Lord. I thank you that she has given you a yes, oh God. So right now, in the name of Jesus, Lord, such as I have, I impart to her, God, in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, may she rise up in a new strength, oh, God. May she rise up, oh, God, to accelerate. May she rise up, oh, God, to move full speed of head, Lord, God, leading the army, leading the nation, oh, God, that you have attached to her. And I just bless her. I bless the works of her hands. And I thank you God, God, for the expansion. I thank you, God, for the new territory, oh God. Oh God, that you are releasing her into, oh God. And so we declare in Jesus' name, God, that she will succeed, oh God. We declare in Jesus' name that she will excel, oh God. We declare in Jesus' name, God, that your glory, oh God, shall shine forth and emanate from her life. God, all will look and all will see and all will know, God, God, that you are with her, and it's in Jesus' name. Woo! Glory to God. 
Hallelujah. How many of y'all ever been in a black church before? Raise your hand. Okay. Here's the rules. Y'all got to talk back to me. <laughs> y'all got to talk back to, okay. Y'all know what an amen corner is? All right. I need everybody in here to be an amen corner because I know and I do believe that the Lord is truly making this multicultural, multi-ethnic and multicultural. And just because, uh, you know, there's mixtures of, of races, it doesn't mean it's really multicultural. Part of multicultural is knowing the culture and knowing, you know, how to move with the culture. Amen. Because we're going to, there's going to be more people like me coming up here. I'm just... <laughs> They're coming. There's an influx coming, so we got to get ready. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we're going over to Luke 1. Sorry, I don't, I don't have slide. I'm a little old school. If, you, if your neighbor don't have a Bible, then share with your neighbor. Luke 1, we're going to read verse 34, 35, 38, 41, and 42. And I'm actually going to read out of King Jimmy this morning. <laughs> then said Mary unto the angel, how shall this be, seeing I know not a man? And the angel answered and said unto her, the Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power, say the power, of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore, also, that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. Verse 38, and Mary said, Behold, the handmaid, say handmaid, of the Lord, be it unto me according to thy word. And the angel departed from her, verse 41 and 42, and it came to pass that when Elizabeth heard the salutation of Mary, the babe leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was, Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Ghost. And she spake out with a loud voice and said, Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb. So I know most of us, we're pretty familiar with what we uh, refer to as the, the Christmas story. But I want you to ask the Holy Spirit this morning to give you ears to hear what he is speaking today, what he is speaking for this season, and not just hear. I always say I don't really do sermons. <laughs> I'm not really a, a sermon person. You know, I just release the prophetic word of the Lord and move along. But don't hear this as a sermon this morning. So ask the Lord even now, Lord, fire on my ears, God, to hear what you're saying. Come on, ask him, Lord. Fire on my ears right now to hear what your spirit is saying, God. So we see the beginning of Luke. It opens up by introducing us to a couple by the name of Zacharias and Elizabeth. And uh, Zachar so Zacharias was one of the priests, and Elizabeth, she was actually a descendant of Aaron, which was uh, the very first high priest. So the Bible says that, uh, these people, they were righteous and approved in the sight of God. Say righteous and approved 
in the sight of God. And so even though these people were, they were righteous, they were just good, good people, great people, and they were approved by God, uh, something was going on in their life that they had no control over. And that was the fact that Elizabeth was barren. Now, this, I found this very interesting because all of these years, these people are serving the Lord. Keep in mind, these are, these are priests. These are people that were ministering to the Lord. But God let them go for years and years and years without bearing a child. And you have to understand that in that day, that was shameful for a woman not to be able to bear a child. So the Lord allowed them that faithful servants to go all those years, but then one day, everything changed. I want to let somebody know in here today that he's still the God of suddenlies, that he's still the God of turnarounds. Glory to God. The word of the Lord says, cast not away your confidence, which has great recompense of reward. So whatever it is you've been believing God for, whatever looks impossible right now, he's still the God of the impossible. Glory to God. So the Lord sends an angel with a prophetic word to Zacharias while he was in the temple. And that right there, that's a message all by itself because it, he was in the temple. See, everybody's looking for encounters nowadays, and everybody wants to have these great high experiences, but people don't want to dwell in the temple. Glory to God. Encounters come when you dwell in the temple. Glory to God. And so the Bible says that this angel comes to him, and he lets him know uh, that their prayers had been heard. Their prayers have been heard. This is the day, hallelujah, that the Lord is coming with the answer that you've been praying for. Hallelujah. And so the Bible lets us know that he tells John, glory to God, that they were going to bear a son. And it wasn't going to just be any son, but this son was going to be the forerunner for the Christ that they had been waiting on. Glory to God. See, Elizabeth and Zacharias, they probably weren't expecting that. They had already gone so long, not even being able to bear a child. But then the word of the Lord comes and says, I'm not just going to give you a child, but I'm going to give you exceeding abundantly above what you ask or could even think. Glory to God. And so, hallelujah, the Bible tells us that Zacharias, he was struggling with this. <sighs> See, we pray, we fast. We declare and we decree. And then when it comes, we're struggling to believe it's, if it's really God or not. Come on, somebody. So the Bible says that the angel sealed up his lips. And the Bible specifically said it, it was because of his unbelief is why he sealed up his lips. So Elizabeth, she becomes pregnant and the, the angel, which was Gabriel, uh, ends up going to her cousin's house. Well, she was in, let me back up, she was in seclusion for about five months. And at that sixth month, the angel Gabriel goes to her cousin's house, which uh, her name was Mary. Say Mary. Mary, who was engaged to a man by the name of Joseph. Now, I want to talk about Mary's name for a moment because the name Mary, it actually means rebellion. 
How'd you like to have a name like that? Don't know why her parents named her a name that means rebellion, but that was her name. But then when we get over to verse 28, um, Gabriel greets her by saying, Thou art highly favored. Thou art highly favored. And then he says, you are blessed among women. Listen, can I tell you today, it doesn't matter what labels people have put on you. Glory to God. You are who God says you are. Come on, declare that in this house. I am who God says I am. And I break off this morning every label that has been put on you that is not of God. I break off every word curse that has been put on you in the name of Jesus. And I release you into being who God has called you to be. Glory to God. And so the Bible says, hallelujah, that Mary, Mary was greatly perplexed at this salutation. And the angel told her, don't be afraid for you have found favor with God. Say found favor. Found favor. I want to talk about this phrase, found favor. The word found in this context, it means to learn or discover, especially after searching. And this word favor is charis in the Greek, which means grace or gift, where we get our word charismatic from. Now, this is significant because it indicates that Mary lived a life in pursuit of God. And in her process, yes, Lord, of her pursuit of him, she had a collision with favor. She found favor. Glory to God. See, people are looking for favor, looking for favor. But no, it was her pursuit of God. She got into a collision with favor. Glory to God. So when you live in a place of constant pursuit of him, you will live in a place of continual favor. Glory to God. And don't ever let the circumstances of life to cause you to go into this downward spiral of thinking that you're not favored by God because things are not working out the way that you thought that they would. Glory to God because it's about the process, y'all. See, we fizzle out. We give up too quick. We let go too quick because we don't understand. We're trying to get to the final result. But then we miss everything in the process. Glory to God. This was about process. Glory to God. And so I want you to come out of agreement this morning with every single lie that you aren't favored by God. That God blesses everybody else but you. That everybody else, they're getting their breakthrough. They're getting their turnaround. They're getting their miracle but you. I hear the, the word say that the last shall be first and the first shall be last. So if it feels like you're last, you're in a good place. Amen. Glory to God. And so after Gabriel tells Mary that she had found favor with God, and he begins to tell her that she was going to conceive and give birth to a son and call his name Jesus. And it says in verse 32, it says, he will be great and eminent, and he will be called the son of the most high. 
and the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there shall be no end. He shall reign forever. Hallelujah. So that brings us up to our main text today, our main verses in 34, verse 34 and 35. And so here we have, we've got this young, newly engaged lady whose society deemed to be lower class. And we know that because when it was time to uh, give the sacrifice, you know, they gave the sacrifice of those who were poverty-stricken back in that day. And so uh, we see here that she's in the midst, standing here in the middle of this encounter, being told that she was going to have an even greater encounter. Let that sink in. She was in an encounter with this angel being told she's going to have a greater encounter. See, listen, we can't get stuck and we can't get stagnant just because we have an encounter. There's always more. Tell your neighbor, there's always more. There's always more. Glory to God. And the Bible says that the angel told her that she would be overshadowed, overshadowed by the power of God. And in the midst of the overshadowing, that a supernatural seed would be deposited in her belly. You see, the Bible makes a clear distinction between the Holy Spirit coming upon her and his power overshadowing her. A lot of times we mix all that in together. Glory to God. But that word upon means to position over or above. Say upon to position over or above, but to be overshadowed, it means to envelop in a haze of brilliancy. Woo, yeah, I'll say it again. The word overshadow means to envelop in a haze of brilliancy. See, we don't just want him to rest upon us. We want to be overshadowed. Lord, we want to be overshadowed. Woo! Glory to God. You see, in order for the conception to take place, Mary had to be overshadowed. She had to be enveloped. She had to be fully clothed in the power of God. Glory to God. And it's significant that Gabriel specifically told her that it was going to be God's power that overshadowed her. Say power. Say power. There we go. Come on. Glory to God. So this word power in this context is dunamis, which literally means supernatural force, miraculous, violent. See, this is that same power on the day of Pentecost when he told them to tarry in Jerusalem till they were endued with power from on high. Glory to God. Supernatural power. Glory to God. And so we see, glory to God, that when we get baptized and saturated 
in the power of God, that's when we begin to birth the supernatural. When we get baptized, I'm not talking about a touch. I'm talking about getting overshadowed. I'm talking about a saturation in power. Glory to God. Yeah, I know you might have experienced the baptism of the Holy Ghost and you might be speaking in tongues. Glory to God. Hallelujah. But there's more. There's more. There's more. There's more. Glory to God. He's saying we need a fresh baptism. Well, who she come on see We need a fresh baptism, the Lord says, for this new era. This new era that we're entering into. God's not talking to us about seasons. He's talking to this family about eras. Hey, that's the right response. Come on. Let me teach y'all something. Let me teach you something. See, you have to put a demand on the anointing. You have to put a demand on the anointing. It doesn't matter who is up here. You got to put a demand on it. Come on. Glory to God. That requires the right response. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So it was written in Mary's destiny scroll before the foundation of the world that she would be the channel that God would flow through. She would be the channel that he would use to birth out a king. Not just any king, but the king of kings. Oh, Selah, Selah, this lowly woman, he decided to use this lowly woman who was a handmaiden to birth out a king. Oh, glory to God. You see what God wants to birth out of you. It has the supernatural ability to shift the trajectory of nations. Hey, glory to God. I said, what God wants to birth out of you has the supernatural ability to shift the trajectory of nations. I'm not talking about just communities. Nations, generations. Hey, Hold on, about see. Come on, prophesy to your neighbor. Glory to God. Come on, tell your neighbor. God is about to drop a supernatural seed in you. God is about to drop a supernatural seed in you. Come on, tell them with authority. Tell them like you know that God's going to do it. Woo! Well, and fam- well, family, we've got to strengthen our stakes, and lengthen our cords. Because this church, it is a womb that is about to explode with supernatural seeds. And it's not going to be the wisdom of man, but it's going to be the power of God. And even as Mary pop- 
postured herself as a handmaiden, as she postured herself in a place of consecration, in a place of ministering to the Lord. Hallelujah. The Holy Ghost was able to drop that seed in her. Hallelujah. As we move forward into 2020, as we move forward into this vision of waiting on God and becoming the house of prayer, hallelujah, God has called us to be supernatural seeds are going to be deposited. Glory to God. That's what's going to activate the destiny of this church. It's the posture. What God is doing here is grassroots. Listen, we can read all the books we want, and I love books. I'm a reader. We can get all the resources, 10 ways to grow your church. We can look at all the Facebook lives that we want to. Hallelujah. But there's nothing that can, hallelujah, uh, be in the place, hallelujah, of the power of God. There's nothing. It can't be manufactured. It can't be manufactured. True power cannot be manufactured. Hey, hallelujah, we've got to sow into this thing. Hey, we've got to sow into it in the spirit. We got to sow into it in prayer. Glory to God. So we're posturing and we're positioning ourselves in this season. Glory to God. It's not about church tricks and gimmicks. But it is the simplicity of just getting before the Lord, getting in his presence. It's the simplicity of that. This culture wants us to take a shortcut. We can't, there are no shortcuts. Every great move of God that has ever happened on this planet, people had to be laid down lovers. People had to die to themselves. People had to sow into it. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And I'm not against the, the lives and the books and the resources, but I'm telling you, God is a God that honors his principles. And the principle is if we sow into it, then we'll reap the harvest of it. Glory to God. And so we've got to steward all these prophetic words that have come over this house. God has sent prophet after prophet after prophet to this house. Now it's time to steward the prophetic word. Oh, glory to God. Just a few weeks ago when our apostle was sharing the uh, encounter that he had with the Lord, and he uh, had a few of us come up here to release what we heard God saying, I shared a little bit about part of the word I shared was about the lingering remnant. And I want to tell you where that, that came from. I had a dream maybe about a year, year and a half or so ago. And it was, a, it was a room full of people. It was a meeting, but it was in a very unusual place. It wasn't in like a church or event center or whatever. It was just a very unusual place to be having a meeting. And up on the pulpit, the podium, uh, there were bunches of leaders just lined up. And these leaders, they were multi-denominational leaders and multi-racial leaders. And Rod Parsley was actually in the dream, which I knew that was a God thing because I haven't listened to Rod Parsley in years, you know. And so he was up there, and he was telling the people this next move of God is going to require a convergence, 
uh, convergence again, uh, across denominational lines and across racial lines. And he's pacing the floors telling the people this. And so after he gets done telling the people, a few moments later, people started walking out. People begin to walk out. And a few moments after the people walked out, there were still people that were there. And these people, I'm, they were, I'm talking about they were waiting. They were waiting. They were pressing in. They were hungry. They were thirsty. They weren't casual about this thing. And so as they begin to, to wait on the Lord, it didn't look like a whole lot was happening at the time. And then a black woman, I don't even know who she was. It was a black preacher. She had on all white. And she stood up and she opened up her mouth. And when she opened up her mouth, it shifted the entire atmosphere. It shifted the whole atmosphere. And then all of a sudden, that haze began to fill up the room. That Shekinah glory began to fill the room when she released her sound. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And people begin to be laid and slayed for hours and hours and hours under the glory. What is the point? Glory to God. God is calling for people that don't mind waiting on him, that don't mind lingering in his presence, that don't mind being inconvenienced. Glory to God. See, these people were so passionate and hungry. They were like, oh, I got to cross my denominational line. Okay, okay. I got to cross my racial line. Okay, that's fine. I just want him. I just want him. Woo, anybody else in here just want Jesus? If you just want Jesus, come on, open up your mouth. Open up your mouth to God. I just want you, Lord. I just want you, God. Hallelujah, God. Just pure, authentic presence, oh God. God, I don't want labels. I don't want titles, God. I just want you. Woo, he come on and see you. That's how we posture ourselves to carry the supernatural. As we're coming to a close here, there was one other thing that the Lord strongly dropped in my spirit about this house. We see here that when, when Mary released her voice, John leaped in the womb of Elizabeth when her voice was heard. And the Bible says that Elizabeth spoke out with a loud voice, and she began to prophetically speak out. Hey, glory to God. And so the Spirit of God says that this church is a voice in the region to speak into the wombs of other ministries and to cause a jolting in their kingdom mandate and it will activate a new prophetic sound. It will, I said it will activate a new prophetic sound. I'm talking about this church. Y'all not hearing me. I'm talking about this house. 
That means you, 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 you. You're a part of this. This is a, we're upon, hallelujah, the era of movement. The era of movement is upon us, well, family. And the Spirit of the Lord is even assigned the angel of movement to this house. The angel of movement is in this house. We've got angelic assistance. We're not doing this in our own strength. We've got the help of the Holy Ghost, and we've got the help of the host of heaven. Each and every one of you, he wants to overshadow. She undone I feel the holiness of God. I feel the holy. I feel your holiness, God. See, I don't know about you, but I know where I came from. I'm the one, hallelujah, that society says I should be somewhere, hallelujah, locked up, hallelujah, uh, glory to God in a crazy house, I've had therapist after therapist tell me, I don't even know if I can help you, I'm that one, hallelujah, that was abused, that was raped, Hallelujah, by my own dad. I am that girl, hallelujah, that was beaten to a bloody pulp. I am that girl, that was walked out on, hallelujah, left to raise two kids by myself. So the mere fact that the God of glory wants to overshadow me, wants to use me, and all he's asking me to do is give back to him. Him, the glory that's due to his name. I stand in awe. Lord would say to you, daughter, in the midst of a broken place, I formed you. The Lord said, I came to you and I heard your cry. The Lord said, you are a representation of what I am doing with this generation. For it is my invitation in the midst of brokenness that I come to begin to cause you to come 
to come into a thing that you even think you could not become. The Lord said, I have put my words in your mouth so that you could declare to a generation who I am. For I have been with you in the broken places because what I have done inside of you wasn't just for yourself, it was for a generation. The things that you broke through, the things that you stood in faith and said, devil, I will not move. God said, I am coming to bring to you the very things that you've cried out for. The Lord says, I am your deliverer. I am your everything. I am who you, who I say I am. And the Lord would say to each and every one of you, there is a moment that is forming that I will cause who I am to manifest inside of you. And as I begin to create the things inside of your heart that only I could put in, you will then take what I have and begin to release it to a generation that needs to know that their deliverer is coming to meet them right where they are right now. I am the God of now. I am here now. I am not waiting. I am here now with the answer to impart. There is an impartation of who I am that I am putting inside of you that will cause who I am to be manifested around you. Earlier in the service, I began to sense and hear there is a light that is coming. We don't understand the elements that are in this light. We heard about the light of the world and it's the season that we're in, but there is a light of the expression of who he is that's literally gonna begin to come upon his people. It's gonna go into us and it's gonna meet each and every one of your needs. So I encourage you, come to a new level of faith because he's ready to meet you. He says, come to the meeting place. He is not, he is not just ready with the answer. He's ready to impart the answer. So God, and, and for the last, 10 years we've been in an iron season where we're, we, where we're beginning to see the vision come down, vision down. But then now the next year is the year of the king's decree and it's to speak ready with his word. This is a year, this is the season of speaking the king's decree. So let the king's decree be spoken over you and let that lion out of the cage and let the lion of Judah roar. Do not let the confusion that surrounds our government and what the enemies, enemies do and be, even begin to discourage you because the enemy is terrified of what's coming. The greatest outpour, you are going to see the greatest outpouring of souls in the next 20 years for the kingdom of God than you've seen in the last 200 years. The enemy is crabbing his pants over, over what God is about to do. Pardon my expression. God is coming with a vengeance because there is a passion inside of our God that none should perish, that none be left behind. I'm telling you, what God 
has done in her life, my life, Marvin's life, your life. It is the testament, it is the testimony we overcame by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of the testimony. The enemy's number one goal is to shut your mouth because he knows when the power of God comes out through the spoken word, atmospheres changes, generations change, things begin to move. And this movement that she's talking about, this sweeping movement of the power of God will change things. But when God comes and changes things, it's never temporary. Because he's in the eternal realm. He's not, we need, our minds are trying to understand a God who is not in time. He sees our beginning and our end. And all we have to do is pull down by faith what's already in his heart. So Father, we loose the manifestations of what's in your heart for this new era, for this generation, for this time. And we say, come Lord Jesus, come. Give him a shout of praise. Give him a shout of praise. Give him a shout of praise. Oh, glory to God. I just have something to say, Shay. There's a really important small detail about your dream that we need to clarify. There was a black preacher pastor woman in your dream and you didn't know who it was and she was an atmosphere shifter that didn't walk away who is that Shay she was wearing white she was pure before God who's that it's me Who is that? It's me. Who is that? We we acknowledge you, Shay. We affirm you. That dream was all about you. That's who you are. And I, I just I I we don't always see ourselves how God sees us. But I, I feel like you're going to keep getting to know who you are as you step out. So you keep walking and who you are, and you're going to surprise yourself. Amen. Amen. I'm going to have Shay pray over us um, in a minute. But here's, here's who the Lord is calling. So if any of these resonates with you, um, I just want you to stand up. Blessed are the poor in spirit, those who know they need God to make it. Blessed are those who mourn. Blessed are the meek. Blessed are those who hunger. Are you hungry? Blessed are those who thirst. Blessed are the merciful, the pure in heart, the peacemakers. Blessed are those who've been persecuted. He's not calling those who are well. 
He's calling those who need him for healing, for strength, for life. If you are one of those, then you are qualified through Jesus Christ. And if you don't know him, come up and we will pray with you so you can be filled with the fullness of God. So as Shay just prays for us, because she is an atmosphere shifter, and the Lord wants to make each one of us atmosphere shifters in this place. So just receive from the Lord. Yes, Lord, I got one scripture I want to read over you, and it falls right in line with what she's saying. This is going to be a part of the prayer. 1 Corinthians 1, 26 through 28. Just look at your own calling, believers. Not many of you were considered wise according to human standards. Not many powerful or influential. Not many of high and noble birth. But God has selected for his purpose the foolish things of the world to shame the wise, revealing their ignorance. And God has selected for his purpose the weak things of the world to shame the things which are strong, revealing their frailty. God has selected for his purpose the insignificant base things of the world and the things that are despised and treated with contempt, even the things that are nothing so that he might reduce to nothing the things that are, so that no one may be able to boast in the presence of God. So God, we just come into agreement with that word right now, oh God, that you take the foolish things of the world to confound the wise, God. I thank you for these beloved ones in this house, oh God. I thank you, Lord, that you have called them for such a time as this, God. I thank you, oh God, that you chose them, God, before the foundations of the world, God. I thank you, oh God, Father, that you've called them, Lord God, your own God. You've called them, Lord, your own God. Even, God, those that have been rejected, oh God. Even those, oh God, that have been casted to the side, oh God. Those that have been spoken against, oh God. Those, God, that the enemy has told, Lord, that they are insignificant, oh God. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah, I just make a decree, God. Hallelujah, over this, your people, oh God. Oh God, that they belong to you, God. Oh God, and that they will be and do everything that you're calling for them to be and to do, oh God, and that they come out of agreement even now, oh God, with every lie that the enemy has ever spoken over them, oh God. Yet I'm unseen. God, those, Lord, God, who have been tormented in the mind, oh God, in the name of Jesus, we break that torment off even now, God, those, oh God, that have been put, God, in chains and fetters, God, those, oh God, that have been restricted, oh
God. Those, Lord God, that have been under, God, a spirit of control, Father. Yet see the name of Jesus. We break that off by the fire of God, even now. By the fire of God, even now. And I call you forth. I call you forth. I call you forth into your destiny on this morning. I call you forth into your God assignments on this morning. I even impart over you, hallelujah, that breaker anointing. I impart Oshaya, Rekiamansia, to impart over you, hallelujah, that anointing to break atmospheres everywhere you go, everywhere you go, that you will break and that you will penetrate through atmospheres, hallelujah, and that the glory of the Lord shall be released through you. And we thank you finally, God, that the glory of the latter house shall be greater than the glory of the former. In Jesus' name.